Yo fam, Boxing Day, as they call it in England, the day after Christmas. I was listening to a podcast with Aubrey Marcus on, um, I can't remember the girl's name, but it's Deja Blue, B-L-U, Deja Blue podcast. And they're talking about, you know, Aubrey Marcus' extensive personal growth experience. And you've heard me talk a little bit about him uh, previously, but you know, he's a big proponent of plant medicine and transcending, and he's done a bunch of, you know, stuff. Uh, he was in a polyamorous relationship for about six years, which was really good to hear him talk about that, um, you know, and ultimately doing all the work around it and still being, um, you know, overtaken by insecurity and the challenges that come along with um, with that lifestyle. But, but he talked about, you know, a lot of his you know, psychedelic experiences. But what was refreshing is I've always taken them to be so such a proponent of plant medicine, ayahuasca and, you know, Ibogaine and DMT and all these things. But a number of things that he shared was, um, you know, he got from a, a breath work, uh, from some some yoga practices. And one of them he mentioned was a six day darkness retreat, which means it's pitch black, totally dark for six days in a row and he says about day three your body loses the ability to determine day from night eyes open from from not and you basically said he was flooded with dmt for three days and had this psychedelic transcending experience but what was impactful about that is i often contemplate just in my own personal journey of like when is it going to be over? Meaning, when does this personal development journey going to be over? Why do I have to keep, you know, seeking and searching and equally trying to advocate for more people doing the work to uh, get in touch with what's going on with with them internally? And, and a guy, he actually mentioned a quote by a guy that I'm um, been familiar with for a long time, but never like really dug into, which is Carl Jung, J-U-N-G, Carl Jung. And he was pretty impactful in the development of AA. But one of the quotes that he said was, um, no tree can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. And so it's this idea that I have to go through the dark stuff in order to transcend or to feel true happiness, joyousness, and freedom. And I, I want to, I don't want to be, it can get confused here to say that I can't be happy or one can't be happy. One can't feel joy, gratitude, and elation. But what I find is I typically want to ignore the dark and exp- only, I want to experience the light, right? So I want to ignore the dark, experience the light, ignore the negative, experience the positive, push down the defects, uplift the, the assets. I want to, uh, focus on the, the light uplifting aspects of God and spirituality and ignore the darkness. I I've, I've interpreted this message that the dark, the negative, the bad, the, the sin is, is bad and to stay away from, and you've got to turn towards the light, but yet my most transcending, awe-inspiring, you know, impactful ahas have come through working through the darker, uglier stuff. And I think that there's a lot of things that keep 
me from or keep one from you know searching through those dark stuff i've i've talked about it here as well as like you know doing childhood work or you know intergenerational trauma and stuff like that like there's a lot of shame and guilt around that because i think to do some of that work is being ungrateful or blaming towards my parents which um i, I think first and foremost it's actually not true but when i get on that that is my deep you know subconscious trying to you know distract and and uh distract me from doing that work um because when i do the work i don't have intention to blame others for how i feel um it is trying to understand where did these stories that that are affecting my you know ambition my goal as a father and a husband my goals as a as a speaker, trainer, and coach, or, or in my professional life, what are these stories that I keep latching onto that are so deep and normal that I, I just can't even see them? Um, how can I go back, understand those, rewrite them so they don't hold me back anymore? And what I've found is, is, and I'm moving more into that, is a lot of it's in that dark stuff, man. Those you know, in 12 step, we talk about the fourth step. That was probably my very first experience with looking at the darkness, right? Um, I've worked a lot of four steps and, and I've done a lot of things, but at some point I quit getting, I quit being able to get deep enough. And now this new iteration is trying to go even deeper and dig into some of those deep, dark crevices and, you know, those, those areas in which that are shameful and embarrassing. And I'm scared of, them and what if I find out I'm not who I am or what if I f- discover some major trauma or what if I f- figure out that that's actually not me or I can't do that or you know whatever whatever you know stories that I have made up in my head um, you know it's scary and I think that's why a lot of people don't do it um, don't do personal development work don't m- meditate on a regular basis don't go to counseling and therapy don't do couples counseling because what if I find out something or what if I don't like what I find or what if I discover that I'm not supposed to be in a relationship or you know you name it those are a number of fears that I think people um, go through and also think it's very natural I, I do this as well is which is the discomfort and uncertainty that I fear feel now is familiar. At least I know what to expect. By doing this other work, it's going to create all this anxiety and, and fear-inducing um, uh, uncertainty. And um, or it is the way it is. I am the way I am, and so it's just a it's just a, a way to stay exactly where I'm at. And so. Anyway, I feel like that was hopeful. I really enjoyed. I've stayed away from, um, you know, those those uh, what seem far out. Those, um, you know, Aubrey Marcus in particular, like they they can just get so far out there, uh, and 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 they speak in a way that that is is so unnatural or abnormal for me. Partly because I don't understand it, and I have these ideas of of what I think it means when they say the words. Very much like. Many people have an idea of when someone says the word Jesus or Christianity or Islam or Muslim or Abraham or Buddhist, like someone says the word and you have an instant, you know, interpretation of what that means. Maybe it's intellectual, maybe it's a feeling, maybe it's positive, maybe it's negative, but um, 
I think that's if if there's anything that I've you know at least do pretty pretty well is always kind of pushing along the lines of um, debating what I think is true. Um, you know, it reminds me of you know my favorite quote out of the NA Basic Text, which is everything we know is subject to revision, especially what we know about the truth, and. You know that is this. That is what um, that is rang true for all this time, all this this progression, all these new um, things that I venture into in, in uh, you know intense personal development is what I think is true changes all the time, and it's all subject to revision, especially what I think the truth is, and it's in my seeking that we can it's in your seeking it's in your seeking that you can help others i was telling my son today you know we we're talking about getting into youth sports and you know he wants to do basketball and football and all these things he's never done before and just you know i, I naturally want to go well hey when you do when you start you know people are going to be a lot better than you you know you're not you know anytime you start something new you don't really know what you're doing but it's important to understand that look to other people that teach you right who can you learn from but it's also just as important to learn from other people to get better it's also to reach back and to teach these new people you know new kids that are coming in or maybe that aren't as good and it's in teaching where you also uh learn and get better and i think that's probably a selfish motivation for me while i like to you know mentor or coach or or talk about this kind of stuff is I'm talking to you about the stuff that I need to reiterate and to remind myself and to do better. Um, It's not because I've reached the pinnacle and know what I'm doing or I'm perfect at it. But when I tell you to do it or recommend it to someone or they ask me like just me telling them um, what I know to be true gives me a better shot at actually implementing and doing my doing it in my life. Anyway, if you want to check out that podcast, um, I know it's on YouTube. Um, uh, I think the YouTube channel is BLU, Aubrey Markins Explains Open Relationships, Ayahuasca and Shadow Work. JJ Blue is a podcast. Um, it's, it's podcast episode 40. And um, yeah, they get pretty out there. Old girl's got a TED talk about her losing her, her hearing and, and, um, uh, and talks a little bit about the transcending work that she's done. But um, anyway, it's uh, check it out. Hey, if you know someone that would benefit from hearing a podcast like this, be sure to share it with them. Uh, we'd love it if you follow us. Uh, if you'd follow us on your favorite podcast platform, hit the little notification bell so you get notified when we drop a new episode. Uh, and two things, uh, Spotify. Spotify's got a new rating um, way to rate podcasts. You do it from the main podcast page. So not the episode page, the podcast page. And then you click the three little buttons under the title and it'll give you an opportunity to rate it. And then most importantly, because about 60% of you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, if you haven't already, please, please, please write your boy a written review. So many of y'all listen on a regular basis and you haven't written a, a review about the podcast, even if you think it sucks, you think it's awesome, let me know. Um, and also give us a rating. I'd love to hear from you. I'll let your boy, Joe.